1: Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett.
0: On this episode of Conspiracy Unlimited, the founder of Water for Fuel explains how to run your car on H2O.
2: I visited uh, one of the best ones in Hong Kong, the Polytechnic University. And I met the professor, he gave me his own uh, copy of uh, the results. And it's amazing, he, 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 with a, the right amount of hydrogen, he could uh, supplement 40% of the fuel, 41 maybe.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Family Bunker Designs. If you believe things are headed in a scary direction these days, then you'll want to listen to this message. Four years ago, John Hartman, a retired military man and certified disaster and survival expert, created the ultimate solution to keep his family safe from danger. He built a family survival bunker. With the advice of experts, he decided to share what he learned and published the ultimate guide to family bunker construction. His designs are highly affordable, yet your family bunker will be safe well hidden, and strong enough to withstand almost any disaster or terrorist attack. These days, with so many threats out there, a safe hideout is essential for security. And right now, when you order the Family Bunker Guide, you'll get three bonus survival guides absolutely free. Don't put it off. Get this life-saving information now. Learn more at clearbroadcast.com That's ClearBroadcast.com.
1: Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs, here's Richard Serrett.
0: Hey, welcome. Just a reminder to get in on the weekly draw for a chance to win Volume 1 or 2 of my Strange Planet CD. Here's how you do it. If you haven't already done so, subscribe. To the podcast, rate and review it, then grab a screenshot of that and email it to me at richardserret1 at gmail.com. Richardserret1 at gmail.com. S Y R E double T. And I'll draw a name every Friday, and uh, the winner, again, will receive a copy of *A uh, Strange Planet Volume 1 or 2. I'll drop that in the mail for you. About 40 years ago, the great playwright David Mamet wrote and produced an off-Broadway play called The Water Engine, and it centers on the violent suppression of a disruptive alternative energy technology. It was set in Chicago in 1934. So about three years after that play debuted in 1977, a gentleman by the name of Stanley Meyer claimed he had built a dune buggy that ran on nothing but water. In fact, you can see his demonstration videos all over YouTube. It featured this onboard electrolysis device that separated water into oxygen and hydrogen. Now, it's unlikely that he was running his engine on just water uh, or hydrogen. However, mirroring the uh, plot in Mamet's play, Meyer also died suddenly under mysterious circumstances. It's been rumored that he was poisoned after he refused to sell his technology to some shady characters representing big oil. Now it doesn't seem likely to run an internal combustion engine on pure water at least not yet. Some tremendous advances have been made in dramatically increasing fuel efficiency reducing emissions in internal combustion engines by adding hydrogen molecules into the fuel mixture in other words supplementing the fuel with hydrogen and this hydrogen is can be produced as the engine is running as the car is moving uh, through an onboard electrolysis device which is basically two electrically charged probes one negative one positive they're inserted into a, a, a an onboard reservoir of water and they separate the water into hydrogen and oxygen molecules the hydrogen molecules are then pumped into the fuel intake valve and voila This fuel mixture of uh, gas and hydrogen burns much, much leaner, meaning less gas is needed. Emissions or air pollution coming out of the tailpipe is also dramatically reduced. And here's the thing. You can learn how to build and install one of these Water for Gas kits all on your own. It's all been open sourced. Ozzy Freedom is the founder of Water for Gas and Water Fuel Pro, and the author of Water for Gas books. These are e-books available for free. And again, they'll explain this do-it-yourself technology. And he joins me from his home in Israel. Ozzy Freedom, welcome to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you?
2: I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: It's been a while since uh, you and I uh, chatted. We, uh, You appeared on a, a television show with me, one of the uh, episodes of my Conspiracy Show television program talking about water engines. So you are the founder uh, of Water for Gas and Water Fuel Pro. Uh, what's been going on in the, I don't know how many years it's been since we chatted, maybe four, five years, uh, six yes. years maybe? What's, yes, what's happening? about six, six years. Wow, what's happening with uh, Water for Gas?
2: Okay, a very interesting scene happened. Is um, yes. What we talked about is how I uh, contributed to the motion of making water fuel more real to the people, make it uh, sound less uh, of uh, black magic and more like a simple tech. And I taught the people the very basic uh, technology they can do at home on purpose. I, did, uh, I didn't uh, deal with the sophisticated ones, So many, many people can, can build the bottom of the pyramid, right? Right. And, and Make what it accessible.
0: Is, Wait, you wanted to make this water engine technology accessible to the masses.
2: Right, right. Many people wanted uh, to run their car on water 100%. Of course, I wanted it too, but I told them this is not the stage of development right now. Start from the bottom, save fuel, uh, make your exhaust gas clean enough to breathe, and drive in a quieter car, and just enjoy it. And let's see what happens with uh, more savings later. And that built up uh, a lot of exposure. Up till now, over a 100 million people got exposed uh, on uh, my website and on Facebook. Lots of uh, views and uh, many experimenters. So the word got out, as I can see, From 2009 onward, lots of uh, very serious uh, operations uh, popped up in China, in Korea, in Taiwan, and they started producing very uh, big, expensive, and very powerful machines to do savings and to do welding and everything that you can do with with this gas coming out of water.
0: All right, so for those who... Didn't hear our program the last time or see the TV show, and then we did some radio programs, terrestrial radio. This is the first time you're joining me on my new podcast. Uh, for those who who aren't aware of your work, Water for Gas, and the concept behind supplementing your your fuel, we should point out it's at this stage we're talking about supplementing your fuel, not running an engine entirely on water, but supplementing it. Uh, how, what's the principle behind us? Just behind that, just walk us through it. Uh,
2: the principle is taking water and electrolyzing it, sp- splitting it to hydrogen and oxygen. Preferably, there are many ways to do it. Preferably, in my view and in many others, is to take the hydrogen and oxygen and not separate them what you get is a kind of a gas that is not exactly hydrogen and oxygen mix. You couldn't get the effect from two bottles of very pure hydrogen and very pure oxygen and just mix them one-third and two-thirds. And you you wouldn't get that gas that comes out fresh out of the electrolyzer and not split because it has other ingredients that uh, make it more... Um, powerful and more efficient than hydrogen hydrogen is good too but this is cheaper simpler and works well and easy to do by uh, with low tech okay so, so what you do is you just yeah,
0: go uh, hi there i want to tell you about a podcast i know you're gonna love it's called the dead files from travel channel Steve is a retired homicide detective. He tackles the case from the other end of the spectrum and uses public records and witness accounts to piece together the history of the haunted location. On every episode, Steve and Amy investigate a different, real haunting to help the family struggling with its effects. On one episode in Falconer, New York, a family keeps waking up with scratches and bruises. They also see a shadow figure lurking around their home. They call Amy and Steve to investigate. Amy uses her strength as a medium to understand who the presence is coming from and why it's so angry. Separately, Steve finds out the history of the house from the townspeople and in public records. He finds that several people who lived in this house died, which matches Amy's findings. At the end of the episode, Steve and Amy share their findings and make a recommendation on whether it's safe to stay in the house or time to get out. There are so many crazy stories on the Dead Files, and what's interesting about Amy and Steve is that they investigate the hauntings from two totally different perspectives. You listen to my podcast because you love Tales of the Paranormal. But if you want more, listen to The Dead Files, wherever you get your podcasts. Give, uh, give me the basic science, starting with yeah. the those. There may be people who don't even understand the concept of electrolysis. Right. So just explain oh. that too, if you could.
2: Right, right. You throw two spoons in a, in a glass of water, and you supply two, nine volts from a battery. Uh, if there's a little bit of uh, salt in the water or baking soda you'll see bubbles coming out of the two spoons. The spoon that connected to the plus voltage, to the plus 9 volt, will show bubbles that look the same to the eye, but those will be oxygen bubbles. And the other spoon will, uh, you will see bubbles cannot, coming kind of, kind of out of the spoon, but from the surface, and that will be the hydrogen. So disassociating- all. you can, You can do it in your kitchen. You can so do it in
0: your kitchen. Okay, so essentially what you're doing by providing this electricity, uh, the positive and negative uh, poles, you're disassociating the oxygen and hydrogen molecules that make up a water molecule. So then yes. you siphon off some of that hydrogen, and that goes where? Into the intake valve on your, on your carburetor, correct?
2: That's right. Wherever the air coming out in a, in a car or any engine you don't run on fuel. You run on a little bit of fuel and a lot of free air from the atmosphere. It wouldn't run without the air, right? So there's lots of air coming in. You just throw that gas uh, in very, very small quantities into that stream of air. What happens is that the overall mix of uh, gasoline or diesel fuel and atmospheric air you add a tiny little bit maybe 1% less than 1% of uh, this special gas so you don't run on hydrogen you don't run on oxygen you're just you're just uh, throwing a match into the fire and making it burn better
0: right it, so it, the it, hydrogen you're not as you say you're not using hydrogen as fuel per se the hydrogen acts as an incendiary device and it makes sure that it, that all of the the gas vapor uh, a lot of the unburned fuel, because internal combustion engines are incredibly inefficient. The thermal efficiency is what, maybe thirty uh, percent? No, it's uh, less than twenty. It's less than twenty. Oh my! Okay. Yes. All right. So it's low.
2: Seventeen, eighteen, right at best. Wow. The car is very, very shiny on the outside, but inside, it's uh, it's about the Model T. <laughs> a, little, a
0: little bit better, maybe. It's true. It's, we're driving around in technology that's over a hundred years old. Uh, so
2: and about the same w- mileage. They used to get twenty-five uh, miles per gallon, and we're not much better than that.
0: Unbelievable, isn't it? Same with the delivery of, ele- delivery of electricity. That hasn't changed in over a hundred years. <laughs> Where everything yes. else, is, of course, is uh, improving by leaps and bounds, but uh, energy. Uh, they want to keep us in the dark ages. So right. the the hydrogen going into the intake valve, acting as an incendiary device, ignites a lot of that unburned fuel.
2: Right. Whoop. Now, come to find out, it's good for any combustion. Combustion means burning something, a piece of coal to hit uh, up the, the room. Uh, it, it will uh, make coal or oil or anything... Uh, burn better, even wood. It would just b- make it burn better with less fumes, with less uh, smoke.
0: Right now, uh, what kind of a fuel? What kind of fuel efficiency are you hearing about anecdotally, or maybe you, w- yeah. through studies?
2: Yes, good. The, the word studies is, is uh, crucial here because uh, people want to see the science behind it, not uh, somebody's uh, uh, backyard. Uh, tests right. So I went and collected all the science, and found out that uh, in, by today, uh, 19 universities around the world confirmed since 2000 till uh, 2017. 19 university confirmed up to 40 plus percent fuel um, savings. I visited uh, one of the best ones in Hong Kong, the Polytechnic University and I met the professor, he gave me his own uh, copy of uh, the results, and it's amazing. With uh, the right amount of hydrogen, he could uh, supplement 40% of the fuel, 41 maybe. So that's that's great validation, and I collected everything and published it in a book and on the Internet, so everybody can see that uh, all these people... Uh, have been validating it uh, scientifically, measuring it correctly, and getting great results. Uh, by the way, the the, the Taiwanese study in two thousand seventeen did better than everybody. They did a very uh, good job in testing, but they also did two uh, special things. They tested it on a big big industrial boiler. Like you boil water in in quantities, you you spend uh, lots of uh, either fuel or coal. They tested it on different uh, types of oils and, and fuels, and they found out that it burns with less fuel and with less smoke. So it's not just engines and wheels.
0: Right, uh, right. I, this could be this could be scaled up or down, I suppose, yeah. so that you could yeah. run. Uh, if you had a coal-fired v- uh, burner on a factory or, an, or a, uh, some sort of a, a, a plant producing electricity, uh, you, could, exactly. you could scale it up or you could scale it down to run a, uh, uh, I suppose, the, uh, a generator, uh, a small generator for your house or even a lawnmower.
2: Exactly. And they have a big problem with the pollution penalties today, sometimes bigger than their fuel cost. It's a bigger headache because sometimes they are threatened to close down, to shut down the whole power plant because the, the nearby city is complaining about pollution.
0: Right. And uh, does it also, I hear that uh, this, uh, the hydrogen uh, helps reduce NOx uh, so that the, the energy or the, that the gas burns cleaner? the engine burns cleaner, yes. so it reduces NOx yes. and that sort of thing?
2: Yes, it does reduce it, and it also cleans out the carbon deposits in the engine. So, some businesses even make it their only business is to go around and clean uh, uh, motorcycles, cars, uh, trucks, just clean their engine and sh- send them on their way with nothing installed, but a fresh engine. that sounds better uh, saves uh, energy and um, runs like new. Basically, it's so not it's not old. It's just dirty.
0: Right, produces um, um, fewer less emissions. What, what what's coming yes. out of the tailpipe? Um,
2: basically, just uh, hot air. With uh, with basically, you can smell it. You can you can breathe it. You can close yourself, uh, if you you have it installed properly, you can close yourself in the garage and uh, try to kill yourself as usual, and you wouldn't be able to kill yourself in a, in, a, in a year. You just can stay there, it will be hot, but you
0: can breathe it just like hot air. That's a rather dark analogy, Ozzy, yeah. but uh, I so, point taken. Uh, so it reduces carbon monoxide, uh, yes. re- reduces carbon uh, dioxide, uh, and then there are a lot of things that come out of a tailpipe, things like benzene and, and other noxious fumes. Uh, yes. What about those? Uh, the most uh,
2: that I see reduced to zero very easily is the CO, the carbon uh, oxide, right? Oh, and the CO2, uh, the carbon carbon dioxide. If I say it right,
0: yes, and carbon monoxide. Uh, re-
2: yes the, those are reduced to near zero and then the nox and other things are varies by the installation and the engine but all right uh, so
0: the the technology uh, obviously uh, it's fairly simple uh yes. you need some electrodes you need a water reservoir so that you can produce the hydrogen uh, but can yes. you while you're driving can you produce enough to keep the car uh, going uh because you're are you uh, are you taking the are you running the uh, electrolysis off of the the d c battery in the car while you drive or are you producing yes. the hydrogen fuel ahead of time
2: i wouldn't produce the hydrogen ahead of time because that takes uh, storage and storage of hydrogen is dangerous and storage of uh, uh, bronze gas the one with oxygen is even more um, dangerous because oxygen makes it very explosive so the safe way and the cheap way will be to just use it now and when, whenever you you stop the engine you shut it off automatically
0: so, so then you've got to drive around with a big reservoir of water in your car no
2: very small very small reservoir of water and it takes amazingly small amounts of water to to drive around with
0: ah okay and yeah. w- what about here in the northern climes where the water freezes? What do you do about that? Uh,
2: just keep it uh, – add a little antifreeze to the water. That's the simplest solution or just keep it warm with a battery warmer because in in the freezing cold, you have battery warmers in the um, auto supply shop, right? Right. It's, it's the same problem. So you just wrap one around your electrolyzer and
0: that solves the problem. Now, you mentioned Brown's gas, Ozzy. Uh, explain what yes. Brown's gas is.
2: Okay, the, the, uh, the definition is the, the entire content of gases, several gases, coming out of an electrolyzer that is specially designed to not separate the gases. So, we have two types of... Uh, we have like six six uh, ingredients inside that gas first of all you have a little bit of uh, water vapor because there's some heat involved and some evaporation so that's one and then you have oxygen and oxygen and hydrogen in two types one of the oxygen types is like you have in the atmosphere they pair together o2 right and right. one of them and another one is is uh, atom by atom just a singular Uh, oxygen and the same with the hydrogen there's pairs and there's singles so we we have got five right now and also there's an interesting thing is between let's say the two spoons thrown in the the glass of water what will happen in between if you bring them close together uh, there will be some kind of gas bubbles coming from between like in the middle of, of between those two spoons and this is a different gas that nobody knows how to call, so they call it by different names. But that gas is very powerful as well. You want that too. And you don't want to separate it and you don't want to put it into any bottle. Just use it fresh. And those six ingredients together are the uh, more powerful and cheaper to make than hydrogen.
0: Isn't that fascinating? It, you know, what, yes. it, what it tells me is, Ozzy, we really don't understand what water is. Yes, that's right. That's amazing. In twenty eighteen we can sit here and say we really don't understand water. As simple as it seems. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the brown gas. It's kind of and and, and it's a, it's a combination of of the hydrogen, the oxygen. Would we call those oxygen and hydrogen isotopes? I don't know. The unpaired yeah. the unpaired oxygen and, and uh, hydrogen atoms Sounds. or molecules. So some of them, but a small amount
2: of them, are more, more uh, in the doubles.
0: Well, it's all very innovative and disruptive. You know what else is uh, innovative? RoboForm. Internet security experts keep telling us we should use a different password for every website. But that is a nightmare, keeping track of all those passwords, for online shopping and banking and email and on and on it goes. And while long, complicated passwords may be more secure, they're also very difficult to remember. Well, here's a great solution. It's called RoboForm. You never Need to remember or type a password ever again. RoboForm gives you stronger passwords and faster logins, all with a single click. It keeps all your devices in sync, and when you shop online, RoboForm. Fills in those long address forms again with a single click. It's available for Windows, Mac, iOS, and Android for personal or business use. And for peace of mind, RoboForm has around the clock support. It's one great solution for online security. And you can learn more at onegreatsolution.com. That's onegreatsolution.com. <laughs>
1: The truth goes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Then, it is violently opposed. Finally, it is accepted as self-evident. Let me just read that again. What that means? Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett.
0: Ozzy Freedom is with us the founder of Water for Gas and Water Fuel Pro. Now Ozzy through this electrolysis process aren't you in fact creating a fourth state of water?
2: That's right and and it's it's a fourth state because it's not uh, gas and it's not uh, I mean not water vapor or what we call gas and it's not ice or, or liquid but it also electric uh, electrically charged it has some kind of energy uh, charged into it, into the water into the ingredients and what it does is uh, it it uh, interacts with uh, gases from the atmosphere with uh, with hydrogen that's in the fuel with all all these ingredients and we we're just starting to understand what it does because like you said we understand little about uh, water and about air itself, right?
0: Right, right. Fascinating. Uh, so are you still, are you selling these these kits uh, through waterforgas.com or waterfuelpro.com? Uh,
2: on, waterfuel, on waterforgas.com, uh, I just publish other people's uh, kits because I'm uh, taking... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going into industry, so I left this uh, as a charity, and I just um, give addresses and uh, names of other people who are installing and uh, selling kits, and the information has become free. So the books are dow- download uh, for free, and uh, the, so the tech support is also free. So you're open sourcing all of this? Open sourcing and free. It used to be open source, but now it's totally free. You don't even have to pay the $97 for the information. You just get all of it with the updates uh, up to 2016, 17. I updated uh, whatever I knew about part numbers, etc., and
0: it's for free, all, all there. And if I wanted to make one for myself what would i need if i went to uh the local home hardware or uh whatever a hardware store could i pick up everything i need to install and or to make and install one of these kits or would i need a mechanic to do it
2: it depends if you are a mechanic it's pretty simple i'll tell you why i'm i'm a technical guy but i come from electronics i don't know much about uh cars But I knew just a little bit enough from looking over other people's shoulders to install because I didn't have to touch the engine. It's pretty, if you're a little bit of technical, uh, then you you can install it yourself. So you can use a mechanic and uh, he'll do a better job and learn how to do it for others if you can make such a deal with somebody. All right. So... the hardware itself, yes, uh, everything you can pick up uh, in the hardware store, and the electronics, uh, you can buy those little uh, chips that uh, deal with the computer of the car to make it uh, ad- to adapt itself to the existence of hydrogen and oxygen.
0: Right, because yes, yes you're going to have to override the the uh, electronic the electronics in the car that control the fuel because I would I would imagine that you're going to be able to run your engine on a much thinner mix more exactly. oxygen less fuel and the and the computer in the car is going to say whoa what's going on here the the the, the mixture is too thin so you're gonna have to wrestle with that by overriding the computer uh, so uh, that 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 would be more a little more complicated I would guess uh, it would, would this work better Better in an older vehicle that doesn't have those all those onboard computer systems.
2: Easier, yes, because you don't have to deal with those. But it's the same for all vehicles because it's the same engine, just different electronics. Right. That's not-
0: so you're going into industry. What's happening with that, Ozzy? Are okay, you uh, good, are no. you scaling up and, and and starting to produce these on uh, mass?
2: Exactly. Bringing to mass produce, production in China, but on, uh, how to say, not cheap, but very high quality. There is a way to to make, just like your computer, you, there is a way to make it in China with very high quality. And uh, this is where we're going, just mass produ- producing it. And mass producing things that already work, um, big... Uh, Big and expensive uh, machines. Big means something like a, uh, how do you call those uh, luggage that you go on the co- on on the airplane with?
0: A conveyor belt? Uh,
2: no, you, you, your luggage to 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 board the airplane. Just a small luggage to put in the cabin.
0: Right, the carry-on.
2: Exactly, the carry-on. Something of that size uh, will produce lots of uh, bronze gas. Uh, if you do it right, it will do it day and night without breaking down. So we're bringing a very good, reliable model to mass production, yeah. and it has uh, and, and, bring, and and opening it to any any application: um, power plants, uh, boats, uh, railroad, whatever. Whoever wants to use it will be able to to do it, and we'll just support them by showing them that it's uh, pretty simple to to attach to any of their uh, operation. If it's moving or not moving, they can improve their bottom line savings and uh, pollution penalties if they have
0: that problem. So this, this uh, machine that you've developed to produce Brown's gas, would it go into an automobile?
2: It's too big for an automobile. It's too expensive. It, yeah, but uh, it, it will go into big operations like uh, uh, a train, a diesel train, right, right. Or, or, or a big ship, a tugboat, etc., even a yacht, but n- not into small automobiles. Those uh, can be used uh, either do-it-yourself or just buy a kit. Are very good kits on the market now.
0: Why, may if I may ask, uh, why China? Is it because they have a particularly bad uh, air uh, pro- air pollution problem, or uh, why why the Chinese?
2: It's good. It, sorry, it's uh, it's true that they have a pollution problem. Just one uh, to throw one number is they have eight thousand uh, coal fired power plants. That's a huge uh, amount of uh, of smoke coming out just from one thing. And uh, they do need help. But the idea was to, to uh, produce in China, uh, bring it into Hong Kong for the certification and to make it really, really um, uh, interfaced to Western markets and export it from there. China will use some of it, but... It, uh, export worldwide—that's the idea. That they have—they uh, work fast, they work well, and that's why I go to China.
0: That must have been an incredibly tough nut to crack, though, in order to yes. get an agreement with the Chinese, so that you could go over there and produce it.
2: Uh, the, the nut has been cracked for me since 2009. There is a, a proliferation of. Uh, Factories there. Proliferation means right now it's thirty, thirty factories. That's that uh, sounds like a lot, but I th- think there should be hundreds more. Now, if if it's really exported uh, correctly.
0: Now, I mean, is there something particular about your device that separates yours from others?
2: Higher quality and doesn't break down. It uh, works about twenty years or so very, very reliable and safe. So it's just bit better, but it's not uh, a different kind of machine. They do produce it today. Beautiful machines, so many models. And I just bring one more with my uh, knowledge that I bring from the uh, airborne industry, from Israel, from Israeli Air Force. I bring more knowledge, but the the good thing is that I'm not opening... An in, a new industry. I'm just adding to it.
0: Right. You're not reinventing the mousetrap. Yes. Uh, so, theoretically then, not, or not theoretically, practically, these will be sold to, let's say, for example, Canada, the United States. The United States also has a lot of coal-fired plants. Uh, yes. and And so the idea of clean coal could then become a reality.
2: Exactly. Uh, I know that uh, in Ohio, they have a uh, problem with uh, coal fire, coal fired power plants that are threatened uh, to shut down, and the same is uh, about an hour from me in Israel. Some of the chimneys have been closed down because uh, where my sisters live, uh, the the citizens are complaining about the pollution, so they had to curb down the the coal power uh, ability, and they have a problem with that. They need more electricity, and uh, how do you do that with uh, with all the complaints about the air pollution?
0: Right, right. Well, uh, with the, 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 so, uh, the, the Trump administration's energy policy to become totally energy independent and also to, to utilize their vast coal reserves. So this could be a real boon for, for you and the coal industry
2: exactly i I just discovered something very interesting about the usa i was looking at uh, the the list that i've um the list i've collected about the contributing universities to the science those that uh, did uh, all the the tests so i'm looking at it to to tell you about it and i just realized look look at that university of maryland is the only one on the list in 2012. And they didn't do a, a major study. They just helped uh, uh, a study done in Malaysia. Everything else is in Asia and, uh, and Hong Kong and Australia, one in Germany, mainly mainly in, in, uh, in Asia. So that is amazing how much uh, attention it, it gets Outside of the USA?
0: Yes, yes.
2: And how many scientists are are probably not willing to touch it in the USA?
0: Well, here's the thing. Because of uh, what I I call them the global warming alarmists, uh, even if you uh, subscribe to man-made global warming, the idea that we can solve this problem by sequestering the carbon dioxide uh underground it's so cost prohibitive it doesn't make any sense and this is this seems to be their solution uh a yes. is shut down the uh the energy industry which would cripple most economies uh we'd have to shut down the agricultural industry here in canada to meet our paris uh paris agreement uh, uh quotas it's not going to happen okay. Uh, right. Then their other their fallback position is, oh, we'll sequester the CO2. It's absolute nonsense that the answer is technological innovation, things like um, the devices that you're creating.
2: That's right. Yeah. Exactly. You just said that. <laughs> I, I should be interviewing you, Richard. <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing so much a better job.
0: No, no, no. Uh, okay, yeah, that's okay. So, what's 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 next? Because I would think that uh, the next important development has to be a better ignition system. Uh, if you can create a bigger spark, uh, a big beefy spark, you could disassociate the water molecule or the oxygen, oxygen and the hydrogen right out of the air.
2: That's right. That's right. So. Uh, it is uh, it is how to say advisable to add technologies that will uh, work with hydrogen and oxygen in the same direction and not against it, like good spark plugs and um, good uh, air filters and whatever you can install in the car to to add to the to better combustion. So it it adds up uh, pretty quickly.
0: You know, I have to introduce you to my friend, uh, Aaron Murakami, who is um, an inventor in Spokane, Washington, and uh, he has created uh, what he bills as the world's most efficient um, ignition system and uh, talk about a big, beefy spark. So maybe his technology married with your technology could really, you know, uh, push the needle.
2: I would love to to meet him. I know the name. I've seen him on uh, YouTube, but I would love you to, to introduce us and that could ter- uh, definitely be a synergy.
0: I will definitely do that. Uh, I wanted you. to talk to you about uh, Stanley Meyer, the, uh, the you know the the, the uh, inventor of the water engine and his untimely demise. I'm going to save that till next time. We're going to do a part two if you're good for that. Sure.
2: Yeah, I have the information. I, I would love to do a segment anytime.
0: Yes, we'll do that. Now, uh, when are you... Uh, you mentioned that you're you're pulling up your stakes and you're moving to Hong Kong. When is that going to happen?
2: Anytime soon. I already spent seven months there and uh, prepared the, the background. And now I'm just uh, back here in Israel for fundraising. Uh, if I get the funds tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, I'm there. You know, it's... Uh,
0: well, the next time we speak then, maybe we'll do it uh, from Hong Kong. In the meantime, okay. give us uh, websites.
2: Okay. Uh, my website is Water for Gas, the word water, number four, and the word gas, G-A-S dot com. And that's where you can get the DIY technology for free and tech support for free. How to fill up the water, how to troubleshoot it, et cetera, especially... How to deal with mileage. That's everybody's problems. They install it, they don't know how to get the actual high mileage that they expect. So it uh, tells you all about that. And the uh, professional uh, industrial website is uh, Water Fuel Pro. No, no dots, no dashes. Waterfuelpro.com.
0: All right, again, waterforgas.com, and it's the numeral four. And that's yes. where you can get the, uh, the DIY, the instructions for free on how to build your own kit, how to install, etc. cetera. Right. Uh, WaterForGas.com with the numeral four and then WaterFuelPro, all one word, WaterFuelPro.com. Ozzy, always yes. great to, uh, to speak with you. I'm, I'm sorry we left it so long. We won't leave it uh, so long next time.
2: Okay. Thank you very much uh, for having
0: me. My pleasure. Ozzie freedom.
2: Thank
0: you. Bye. Well, as per usual, before I dim the lights on my little studio beneath the stairs, I'm going to give you a heads up on what's coming up on the next installment of Conspiracy Unlimited. But before that, let's talk some weight loss, shall we? Unfortunately, the commitment to lose weight fades fairly quickly, usually within the first 90 days. But the key is having the right mindset. Getting thin and staying that way lies in our thought processes. And hypnotherapy can make all the difference. Now, Clinical hypnotherapist Dr. Steve G. Jones has created a set of five audio hypnotic sessions that apply the power of hypnosis to reprogram the mind and replace bad habits with vibrant, positive new habits and help you achieve natural and long-lasting weight loss. Weight Loss Hypnotherapy really works and it's available now at a special discount. Isn't it time to lose those extra pounds? Check out Weight Loss Hypnotherapy right now at SmartClickSavings.com That's SmartClickSavings.com On the next episode of Conspiracy Unlimited a real-life Indiana Jones and his search for the lost Ark of the Covenant. Until next time, I'm Richard Serrett